tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Recorded live. Good afternoon, everyone. Oh, good afternoon, Gloria. Okay. I trust that everyone's doing well today. We're going to go ahead and get started. This is your welcome and call to worship for the second Saturday of January. It's January the 12th, 2018. I bring you greetings on behalf of our pastor, Dr. Millicent Black, and we welcome you to Refuge from the Storm Conference Call Church, a ministry of hope, encouragement, and purpose. We say, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. We want you to know that uh, we know that this is Saturday, and we are delighted that you took the time to be with us and to worship the Lord. We don't take it lightly. One thing I have desired of the Lord, that will I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. And I trust that everybody on the line feels the same way. To our returning listeners, thank you for coming back again today and supporting the ministry for first-time listeners Please come back again next Saturday, same time. We hope that something that is going to be said, read, or sung today will be a blessing and will encourage your heart. Our serving team today consists of Reverend Dr. Millicent Black, our pastor. Minister Juanita Purdy will uh, be our speaker of the hour. Elder Carolyn Cunningham will serve again as our worship, our capable worship leader. Uh, Sister Elka Morris will lead us in a beautiful opening hymn as usual. And Sister Cassandra Lewis serves consistently and faithfully as our talk show manager and our music coordinator. Uh, Sister Kim Straub, I do believe, is available today to offer our invitation to discipleship. And Sister Helena Thompson will offer a beautiful uh, prayer as she takes us to the throne of grace. Just a couple of reminders about weekly activities. Don't forget Saturdays uh, we meet for our prayer team call ministry, and each of you really is um, a part of the prayer team ministry. So even if you're not able to be with uh, us on Saturday mornings, please pray when you think about us meeting on Saturday mornings. Minister Juanita Purdy gives a primary leadership to that particular ministry. So we meet at 11.30 a.m. Eastern Time, 10.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 8 a.m. Pacific Time. Please plan to join us next Saturday. On Wednesday evenings, uh, we're starting a new small group Bible study that's entitled Fervent, that's F-E-R-V-E-N-T, 
a woman's battle plan to serious, specific, and strategic prayer. And uh, we want to remind you that it's really not just for women. So anyone on the call that is available on Wednesday night, please come, and it will be a blessing to you. Last week, uh, last Wednesday, this past Wednesday, excuse me, Pastor Black gave us an introduction to the study, and she did a beautiful, beautiful job. This week, our study will be Your Passion, Getting It Back When It's Gone. <clears throat> if I'm not mistaken, that's going to be from Ephesians, the 6th chapter, the 10th to the 20th verse. And if I'm incorrect about that, Pastor, please uh, correct me. And I think we all know that that uh, particular set of verses that talks about putting on the whole armor of God, and I won't read it, but uh, if you get a chance, please jot it down, Ephesians 6, 10 through 20, and then you can be prepared for uh, the particular lesson this coming Wednesday. We had a link for a free download in the newsletter last week, but if I'm not mistaken, that particular download required you to put in... um, a credit card, and many are not uh, comfortable with doing that. And and it also uh, led you to a free trial period. So until, if you're not able to actually buy the book online, I'll continue to look for a a really free download, and as soon as I get it, I will make it available. Also, Pastor Black would like to invite anyone who is uh, willing and able and up that time of morning are willing to make the sacrifice to rise real early starting this coming Monday. Uh, She'll be going Monday through Fridays, I believe, for a 5.30 a.m. prayer call uh, during the period of the 11-week Bible study to strengthen our prayer muscles and get us prepared to take part in this study. And I'm pretty sure she will address that a little bit later before we close the service. So we'll be meeting on the TalkShoe line at 5.30 Central Standard Time, the same line we're on today. So if you're able to join us at any point in time on uh, the weekday. So just a reminder, please continue to pray one for another, and that way we'll strengthen each other as we go through this journey together. We all understand what each other is going through, maybe not totally because everybody's different, but we know basically what we're all dealing with. So pray for one another, hold each other up in prayer. Uh, Thank you for your time and for listening. And at this point, I will ask Sister Elka to come and lead us in an opening song And after that time, Sister Elder Carolyn Cunningham will take over as our worship leader. Thank you. I'm I'm singing the uh, little uh, hymn here. It's called Holy Spirit Come. Holy Spirit come, let this be your home. Come and dwell among all of us who sing this song. Come into this place, shine on every face, fill us with your love and grace, Holy Spirit come. Holy Spirit come, let this be your home, come and dwell among us, 
all of us who sing this song, come into this place, shine on every face, fill us with your love and grace, Holy Spirit, come. Amen. Amen. The scripture today is taken from the book of Psalms, Psalm 3, verses 1 through 8. Lord, how they have increased who trouble me. Many are they who rise up against me. Many are they who say of me, there is no help for him in God. But you, O Lord, are a shield for me. My glory in the one who lifts up my head. I cried to the Lord with my voice, and he heard me from his holy hill. Is there some interference? Can it be muted? Yes, I'll try to find out where it is. Thank you.
We got a little song we sing at our church. I want to sing it now.
name is Kong, and I have helped many ordinary people turn their hobbies and interests into a career on What's up? This video is a full stream. Whether or not you're interested in that, you can identify a full stream video by a personal Um, who do you want me to, to mute everybody but... And they are um, turning my my uh, my uh, connection on and off. So, oh, this may be a Lord help me help us. Um, okay, who should I unmute? I'm going to mute everyone. Who should I unmute? Well, it sounds like it may be gone now, so maybe we're okay. Okay. No, it's there. Still there. Um, I'm going to ask you to, to those of you who are on the call this afternoon, to be on your honor and mute yourself when you know that there is uh, noise in the background that might disturb the service. We don't want to have to mute anyone, but we will if we have to um, maintain the reverence of the service. We ask you to be on your honor and mute yourself when you know there's interference in the background. Let us pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come to thank you, Father, for this day. Thank you, O oh God, because your word says that we can come boldly before the throne of grace, and there we will find grace and help for our time of need. And Lord God, in the times and in the days in which we are currently living, this is definitely a needed time. And so, God, we rush into your presence. We rush, oh God, into your arms and we rush up on your lap, God, to tell you about what's been going on in this world. Father God, we come thanking you that you have kept us through the night, you've kept us through the days. God, we thank you. When I when I pressed mute, I muted everyone, and uh, the only one that was not muted was New York, and, and yes. the North continued. And I so, muted New York, and I have unmuted you. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And so, God, as we rush into your presence, God, we come to honor you and to bless you and to tell you how much we love you, God. For you have indeed kept us in the days past and gone. And Lord, your promise is that you'll never leave us, nor will you forsake us. Father God, we come to tell you about our our troubles, to tell you, O oh God, about our struggles. We come, Lord God, to thank you that you are indeed the one who will heal us. And so, God, we just bow down and worship you. So, Father God, we realize that it's in our times of worship that you come to visit us during our times of praise, that you will sit down in the middle of our mess, oh God, and bring peace out of confusion and bring joy out of hurtfulness, God, that you know how to deal with us, oh God, because you made us. Father God, I come holding up to you those 
who are heavy in heart today. I ask you in the name of Jesus to help us to release unto you, O God, the things that we cannot change. Give us the courage to change the things that we can't and the wisdom to know the difference. Dr. Songwriter says in a sweet hour of prayer, in seasons of distress and grief, our souls have often found relief and thus escaped the tempest now by thy return, sweet hour of prayer. So God, we thank you so very much for the vehicle of prayer by which we can come into your throne room. We thank you, O oh God, that there are there's the presence of the Holy Spirit who is interceding on our behalf. Thank you, O oh God, that the word says Jesus himself is seated at your right hand making intercession for us. God, he's reminding you of our faults and our frailties that we are but flesh. And so, God, with that in mind, I ask you to forgive us of our faults and our, fail, our failures. Forgive us of our, our shortcomings, O oh God, and our weaknesses. Strengthen us, I pray, O oh God, in the areas where we are weak, God. The old people used to tell, tell us that you would build us up on every leaning side. God, thank you that your word says that you sit high and you look low and you see us, so you know all about us. God, I just ask you in the name of Jesus to continue to go before us to make our rough roads smooth and our crooked roads straight. Grant us, I pray, favor in the right places at the right time with the right people. Oh, God, I just pray right now in the name of Jesus for Sister Helena and all of those who are like her, God, who have been tortured and tormented and terrorized and traumatized all night long, God, some of us all week long without a break. Oh, God, you know how we feel. You know, God, the hurt and the pain. You know, Lord God, the sorrow and the shame sometimes that goes along with being violated beyond your ability to withstand. And as a result of that, oh, God, we need you to heal us. We need you, Lord God, to bind up our wounds and heal our broken hearts, God. We need you, Lord God. But the word says you've got a bottle for all of our tears, God. And then the, the psalmist says the weeping endures for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Oh, God, we look for you, oh, God, to show up in these times, oh, God. When we are being so cruelly mistreated, oh, God, and so evilly violated. And yet, God, Jesus said, no, 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 God, you said to Jeremiah, behold, I am the God of all flesh. You ask the question, is anything too hard for me? And then, God, Jesus did indeed say to the disciples, with men, this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. And so, God, we ask you in the name of Jesus, by your Holy Spirit's power, and with the men who would be submissive to you according to the law, to arrest these men and arrest these women, oh God, who would use the weapons of the devil to hurt your people in the earth, God. Be aware that they're, we're just like in the days of Esther, God, when they want to commit genocide against your people. And yet, God, there's never been a time that you have not shown up at just the right time. Father, I pray with my sister who is looking for housing, God, we thank you that you know exactly where it is that you've already chosen it, God. For the word says that every day of our lives was written before there ever was one of them. And so, God, we just thank you right now in the name of Jesus and by your precious spirit, oh, God that you would speak to our sister and speak to the hands and the hearts of those who own that place, 
that she needs to be living in, God, that she might find safety and security, and that she'll know that it was exactly you, God, who moved on her behalf and right exactly the right time, God. We honor you, God, that you will go on over into those other places, God, where, where secret things are being done against us, God, and expose them by your light in the name of Jesus. We ask you, Father God, to take care of all of the things that we have turned over into your hands, God. Help us to leave them there because we can't do anything with them, God. Thank you for all of the things that you've already, the problems that you've resolved, all of the issues you've already taken care of, all of the enemies you've already made our footstool, God. Thank you that it's in you and you alone that we can find peace, that we find hope, that we find joy. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Pastor Nelson. Now we'll have Sister Cassandra will play A praise song That will be followed by Our weekly message Which will be delivered today By Minister Juanita Purdy
to learn of you, Father God, to hear from you, Father God. We thank you, Father God, that you have already commanded the atmosphere. You have already commanded every disturbance, Father God, to come to naught in the name of Jesus. You have already gone before us, Father God, and you have cleared every path. And we thank you for your presence here. We thank you, Father God, that hearts will be made glad. We thank you that that hearts will be healed, souls will be healed, bodies will be healed. Father God, relationships will be healed in the name of Jesus. And Father God, I pray right now a receiving spirit for every person on this line, that they receive your knowledge, they receive your revelation, they receive your deliverance, they receive your strength, they receive your joy, they receive your peace. In the name of Jesus, we bless you, Lord. And I pray the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O oh God, our Redeemer, in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. I so appreciate that song because, um, of course, uh, it, it's, it's sung so beautifully, but because it gives us a direction. It gives us direction. It gives us instruction, even though it's a personal testimony. That personal testimony is instructions for us. And in it, she says that she hastens to the throne and that God pitied every groan. Sometimes that's all we need to do. Sometimes we just need to not say some things and we just need to, God already knows what we're going through and we just need to just be in his presence and let him know we're coming to him for his help. We're coming to him for his hand and just allow him to touch us by his spirit to give us that peace, to know that he is with us. He is with us. So as I get into the message, um, it is keep your confidence in God. One of the things, we're, we're embarking on a journey, and that journey is how to become fervent in our prayer, in our prayer life. Well, just like any journey, it is a, it's going to be task-driven. Driven. It is a task. We have to, you can't just hear it. You have to put it in practice. And we know that we have an adversary. And the adversary is not going to want you to build up your prayer muscle. As we engage in this biblical study, the fervency of prayer, 
the book of James, coming from the book of James, the fifth chapter, it tells us in the 16th verse that the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Effectual and fervent. So we want to become fervent in our prayer. Fervent means that it is constant and intense. Like the song say, I hasten to the throne. It's constant. Nothing that that happens, uh, the first thing that happens, I go to the presence of God. I seek the presence of God. It's constant. It is constant. God, you know. God, tell me how to handle this. God, what do you say? How do you speak on the situation? God, I need your hand. I need your peace. I need your strength. Constant and fervent. Fervent means intense. Intense. Being from the heart that we intensely, sometimes it may not be fervency in in words, but it can be fervency in our feelings. But it is based on intensity. In the first in First John, the fifth chapter, the fourteenth um, in the fifteenth verse, it says that we have this confidence that as we approach God, that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us, and if we know that He hears us. Whatever we ask, we know that we have what we ask of him. This book that we are reading, and I'm so excited. I I, I remember when Pastor Millicent, you know, sent out an, um, a text or an email and asked us what we thought and sent the first chapter of the book and Oh, it was such a blessing, you know. It was so moving. I'm, I'm, I was like, "This is, this is powerful. It's what we need." And then I got the revelation that even in reading and doing and practicing and building our muscles in prayer, Satan is strategic. And believe me, wherever good is present, evil is also present. And so he will show up on the scene just to discourage. But God has already made plans for that. He's already known that Satan was going to come in, and he is, know this. And that's why we don't want to cast away our confidence because we need to know. If we know ahead of time, we can start preparing ourselves for the battle. We can start preparing ourselves for the battle. This has been an age-old tactic used by Satan and the enemy. And when I use Satan, I'm talking about his horde of enemies, 
his 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 entourage, the earthbound ones and the spirit bound ones that will try to do everything to discourage us. So God has already given us examples in in his word and he wants us to have and build our confidence even when the enemy comes in. I'm going to show you in the Bible just the same thing that happened, and then we'll talk about what needs to happen so that when the enemy comes in, we are already prepared and God is going to raise that standard against them. Why? Because we're not going to run the other way. We're not going to be discouraged. We're not going to, you know, flee. We're not going to change our words of of confidence. We're not going to change our words of victory. We're going to stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. I want to take you to the book of Exodus. We see in Exodus, the fourth chapter and the 29th through the 31st verse, uh, Moses and Aaron um, brought together all of the elders of Israel because Moses had been in the presence of God. And God had ordained Moses and appointed him. He had trained him. He had anointed him to go and bring the children of Israel out of deliverance, out of slavery. As a matter of fact, he said to Moses, he said, tell the people that I have seen their misery. And he was coming to deliver them. So when the people, Moses went and told the people that God had seen their misery and that he was going to deliver them, it tells us um, in in the scriptures that they bowed down and they worshiped. They worshiped him. They were so excited. They, I mean, they were worshiping them, him. He was, they were rejoicing because they knew through Moses speaking for God that God had had seen their misery and that he was coming to take them out of it. So Moses is bringing them the good news that their deliverance, God is bringing them deliverance. He had heard them. He had seen the slavery. He had seen the hardship. And it was time for them to come out of it. He also was letting them know, not only am I going to bring you out of it, but I'm going to take you to a place of blessings, untold blessings, and take you into this great land that was that that was going to be filled with all types of good things flowing with milk and honey and houses and 
all the the vineyards and everything that they didn't have to work to get. He was already preparing them for it. So they were excited. They received the revelation with joy and gladness. And because of that, their heart was turned toward God. However, when Moses and Aaron went to Pharaoh, and this is in chapter 5, and demanded, they went to Pharaoh and demanded that he let God's people go. As a matter of fact, Moses said to Pharaoh, let my people go. He said, let my people go. Because he was speaking on behalf of God. Remember, God had personally trained, equipped, and empowered Moses to go before Pharaoh and his people. And so God was He was able, he is able, but he was ready to show them the essence of who he was, El Shaddai, the almighty God. Well, Pharaoh wasn't going to have it. And the funny thing is, God had already told Moses, "Um, I'm going to harden Pharaoh's heart. But somehow, everybody missed that part. Or the way they perceived it wasn't how they thought it was going to play out. And so when uh, Moses told that to Pharaoh and his heart was hardened, like God said that he would do, Pharaoh put pressure on the Israelites. He, he, He went hard on them. He started in every way. He said that I was, I'm not going to supply you with the straw, and you were going to have to get it. And from that, I'm not giving you any extra, and you're still going to turn these, these, this straw in the bricks. And so they immediately became just outraged. And because of that, They turned on Moses. Know that the enemy wants us to cast away our confidence, so the enemy will up the ante. The enemy will up the ante just to see if he can bring on a level of discouragement. But we have to remember our fervency, we have to remember our confidence in the almighty God, the El Shaddai, who is able to do the impossible. The enemy don't want you to believe that God is able to deliver you. The enemy wants you to think that God is oblivious to what you're going through. The enemy wants you to think that he can't help you. And then he will throw on extra just to make sure that you get the message. But as the story unfolds, we see Moses 
He did not, mm-hmm. even though he threw away uh, his confidence in the children of Israel because he ran to God. What did Moses do? He ran to God. And he said to God, you know, almost in a whining sense, um, I went to Pharaoh. He said to God, this is Exodus, the fifth chapter, the 20th to the 20th verse. And um, he said to God, um, you sent me to Pharaoh, and Pharaoh increased the the hardship on the children of Israel, and you haven't delivered them. It kind of reminds me of that that casting blame game where um, even from the beginning of Adam and Eve, where, of course, we know the story, and Adam, you know, blamed Eve, and Eve blamed the serpent, and, you know, just there was just blame going all over the place. Well, it really reminded me of that. But one thing I, we give to Moses credit, he did not say, okay, God, I'm not going to do this. You said that you were going to deliver them, but you didn't do it, and now they're blaming me, and now the Pharaoh is hard on uh, on it. Sometimes we have to do what Moses do. Moses went to God, and he had a conversation with him. So did Gideon. Gideon, when God gave Gideon a revelation, Gideon had to go back to God three times and ask Mm -hmm. him for a surety. And then you look at our prime example, Jesus, when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane. Three times he fell on his knees and prayed, God, is this the way? They never casted away their confidence. They got reassurance from the throne room of heaven. And that's what we need to do. We don't want to cast away our confidence. We want to make sure that we are getting our reassurance from the throne room of heaven. Well, I want to say that God reassured Moses. He reassured Moses. After Moses had ran to him, he reassured him and said, I am going to deliver my people. And he gave him, you know, words in that in that scripture and told him, and I would encourage you to go back and read Exodus. It's the, the fifth chapter, fifth and the sixth chapter. It was good. Um, and he gave him the, the words to say to the people. And what happened when he went back to the people? And he said to them, God is going to deliver you. The scripture tells us that they didn't even listen to it. They didn't listen to him. 
because they were going through such a challenging time that, and they had cast away their confidence that they didn't even hear what he had to say. But God being faithful, he was faithful, not because they didn't listen to him, but because he had made a promise to Abraham 400 years earlier. And God is faithful with his promises. And so, of course, um, he, of course, went on and told Moses what to do. Well, there are some things that I want to suggest that we be on the lookout as we are going through this journey to establish our fervency in prayer, in our fervency in running to the throne room of God. First of all, we have to make sure, know that when the enemy comes in, that God will raise a standard against your enemy. But one of the problems was that they expected God to change everything quickly, if not overnight. When he came and he gave them the revelation, they were looking for it right then and there. It was just supposed to happen just like that. And it took a while. It took a while. It was a process, but God had already worked it out. Well, because it didn't happen right then and there, oh, they was like, okay, well, I don't believe it's going to happen. Another thing, when they heard the good news, they believed it. However, when their confidence was tested, their confidence, no, our confidence will be tested. You need to know that. Know that and be determined that you are going to pass the test. I am a teacher, and the worst feeling it is is when you have to fail a kid. It is horrible. You do everything within your power to encourage that kid, to motivate that kid, to press that kid, to, 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 to come on, we can do this. Look, I don't want to see you another year. You got to go on. You got to move on. We do whatever we can. But if they've casted away their hope, their confidence, and their discouraged, it is a very challenging job to get them to press forward. So the first thing we try to do is keep the motivation high in the beginning. We let them know that you got to take these steps. I need you to study at least 20 minutes every night to make sure that you are well prepared to, to pass whatever I give you, to pass the knowledge, to pass the test, to pass the grade. You got to put in the labor. You have to put it in. And so we try to in, in put them in a position so they are positioned to be able to deal with whatever we give them. And that's the thing, that, that's what we do first. 
We don't want them to go in blindly thinking, oh, this is going to be a piece of cake. Or this is all that I have to do to pass. Oh, we're at a different level now. That's not all you have to do to pass. It's going to take some work. It's going to take using your muscles. Likewise, when we go into that prayer closet, when we get ready to go into that place of spiritual warfare, praying fervently, then it's going to take building your muscles. And it's not going to be, oh, I read a scripture today and I pray tomorrow. It's going to be a task that we have to do constantly. And another thing is when things didn't happen the way they expected to happen, they started the blame game. This is not for me. No, I'm just wasting my time. Or, you know, maybe it worked for someone else, but it doesn't work for me. No, God is no respecter of person. And what he does for one, he does for all. So that means that we have to be willing to run to that throne at 530 in the morning. So be it. So be it. Is God not worth us getting up a few hours? If we can, those who can. Now, there are situations we understand that, um, you know, may prohibit or hinder that from happening. But if we're true to our heart and if we're true to 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 our, ourselves and to God, then we have to really say, okay, can I or can I not do this? If we know that it's because we're just laying there and we haven't felt the 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 pressing to get up, then we have to examine our heart condition. But if we know that we're in a situation that you know we're not going to be able, I'm at work at five, or you know I I'm just not in a position, you know I'm in a house and I can't wake up people and whatnot, then that's one thing. But that's the true test of our heart, whether or not we will choose the fervency, whether or not we will choose to be effective in our prayer life. So I move on um, as Moses reassured them, God was faithful to his promises. One of the things that we have to remember um, especially when we tend to think that, oh, if it doesn't happen overnight, it means that it's not going to happen. Guys, I, 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 I will encourage you to believe that even as the, the Bible tells us that um, one day is like a thousand years and a thousand years is like one day, and that God is not slow or slack concerning his promises as other people would think of him being slow. We know that he's not slow. And I think that's in um, Second Peter or one of those scriptures. 
But um, I would encourage you to understand that God has a process. And even though we may not know the process, even though we may not understand the process, if we allow him the room to operate in our life, we will see his purpose and his plan unfolded. We will see it. He is El Shaddai, God Almighty. And he told Moses, he said, I appeared before Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, three generations that he showed forth his power and his strength to. Now, we are, uh, I don't know how many generations later, and he is still showing forth his strength and his power. So I want to encourage us to position ourselves to see the 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 power of El Shaddai working in our life, working through our situation, working for our deliverance. He already knows. He wouldn't have even ordained the 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 time. For us, he wouldn't have put it in in Pastor Millicent's heart. He wouldn't have put it. He wouldn't be reading this book. But he already knows that that is part of the process of our deliverance. That is part of the process. He wants to. Be, he will be true to his word. We, in our heart, receive it. And we demonstrate that we receive it. We demonstrate our confidence when we run to him, when we pray to him, when we seek his face, every opportunity that we get. Isaiah, the 40th chapter in the 31st verse said, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings of eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not not faint. Jesus has already, when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane, he knew the agony, the agonizing death. It was already in his spirit, and he was heavy with the agony of dying on the cross for us. He knew. And three times he asked God, he said, is, is, is there another way? Is there another way? Is there another way? Three times he went back to God. Three times. And God allowed him he 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 required it why why would he require his son to go through such an agonizing agonizing death so that we can be the righteous 
so that we can be in right standing with him, so that we, as the righteous, can come before his throne and and pray fervent, effectual prayers that availeth much, that availeth our deliverance, that availeth our healing, that availeth our restoration, that availeth our recompense. He paid that price for us so that he could open the throne room of grace so that each and every one of us can run to it. I want to encourage you to take advantage of the price that Jesus paid for us. Yes, it's for salvation, but it also encompasses all of the promises. If As we read scripture, um, one of the opening um, scriptures uh, that Elder um, Cunningham read was Psalms, the third chapter. And David, King David, was pleading to God. He was pleading to God for uh, the deliverance that he needed against his enemies. He knew that his deliverance was only going to come through God. Now, he was the king. He was the king with power and armies and all kinds of resources at his uh, 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 availability. Even though his son had taken part of the loyalty, he, he hadn't taken it all. So King David had resources available to him, but yet he runs to the throne room of God for his deliverance because he knew that when he ran to the throne room of God that his deliverance was a sure thing. He knew that when he ran to the throne room of God, his peace was a sure thing. His recompense was a sure thing. His healing was a sure thing. His restoration was a sure thing. The future of his children and his his throne, his kingdom was a sure thing. And we have that same assurance when we run to the throne room of God. Psalms 123 says, I will lift my eyes to the hills. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, maker of heaven and earth. We have this confidence 
that he is Lord God Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and there is nothing too hard for him. There is nothing that he can't do. And he waits for us to put our confidence in him. And I bless the Lord that now we have an opportunity to learn how and to build up our prayer muscle so that our confidence is completely in him. I pray that you are encouraged through this message. I pray that it has encouraged those who were kind of teetering on coming to the 530 prayer, that it will encourage you and motivate you to come on in. Come on and be there so that your confidence is built up in the Lord. Amen, amen, and amen. 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 Thank you, Minister Purdy, for that very inspiring, spirit-filled message. Amen. Amen. And we thank you for reminding us to pray constantly and fervently to keep our confidence in God. Now we'll have a praise song to celebrate that message about the power of prayer. It will be followed by the invitation to discipleship, which will be offered by Sister Kim.
we're at the point in the worship service where we offer the invitation of discipleship. If you are on the call tonight and you desire to accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, please remember Jesus loves you. He is in healing business for those who are lonely, brokenhearted, or at the end of the rope. Some steps to take on the road to salvation are admit that you can't save yourself from sin, to be willing to repent from your sin, three, believe that Jesus Christ died for you and rose again, four, invite Jesus into your heart to be your Lord and Savior. Pray this prayer of salvation. Dear God, I know I'm not able to save myself from sin. I know I'm not where I want to be, and I want you to forgive me, please. I believe Jesus died on the cross to pay the price for my sins. Please wash me clean from all sin, shame, and guilt. Come into my life, Jesus, to be my Lord and Savior. I ask this in your name, Jesus. Amen. Unite with Refuge from the Storm Church or a Bible-based church in your local community. Read the Bible, start, and uh, you can email us at mgrace321 at gmail.com to become a member for prayer or for some suggestions on how to start your journey through the Bible. And again, that email is m. G-R-A-C-E 321 at gmail.com. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now we'll have our closing praise song followed by the benediction which will be offered by Reverend and Pastor Nelson Black.
Amen. Holding mm-hmm. myself in Amen. your word. And you know, we uh I go back to Minister Juanita's opening scripture, the fervent, effectual prayer of the righteous man or woman availeth much. And the Amplified Bible says it makes much power avail. So when we get together and we all put in our power together, then we're supposed to have an explosion in the heavenly realm that we can expect to show up in the earth. Thank you, Minister Juanita, for such an inspiring message, and thank you so, so very much for doing what you do. Prayer is your your chore. And you did a great job at encouraging the congregation this afternoon. Thank you very much. And I pray that as she was speaking, that the Spirit of God was speaking to you and that you were making a commitment to God to be obedient and spend more time in prayer. There's an old saying that says, little prayer, little power. Some prayer, some power. Much prayer, much power. So we want to have much power available to us. And we get that by prayer, much prayer. So, again, inviting you to meet us on starting tomorrow, Monday through Friday, 5.30 a.m. Um, there's no condemnation if, you know, if you can't. If you can't come every morning, what mornings you can, there's no condemnation. But we're training our prayer muscles, and even mine need to be retrained. So meet us in the morning if you can. Um then on Wednesday night, we'll, we'll start with week one or chapter one in the book Fervent. And chapter one is the passion, talking about our passion and how it seems like the first thing that the enemy wants to steal from us is our passion about anything, but surely about prayer and about the things of God and about about reading the scripture and worshiping and song, because that's where our power comes from. So it sounds like if he can steal your passion, he can get your power. We don't want him to have any of it. So meet us on Wednesday night. If you haven't gotten the book, um, I encourage you to look on Amazon. I saw some out there for as little, I think, as two-something used. Go to the use, go into the book fervent, and then scroll down a little bit till you see the use section, and you'll, you'll see that um, – you can actually order order one for for under three dollars uh, for the book and then the postage. Uh, encourage you to do that if you if you like me. I'm a, I'm a, a marker and an underliner and and I like to write in the margins as God speaks to me. So I need the paper in hand. I, I also have a, a a CD version of it um, that I bought last summer. They were very inexpensive, and I ended up buying three copies of it. I gave one one copy to a friend of mine, and I kept a copy to listen to, and so I have one uh, one copy left if if someone really desires to have at least something to to uh, help you to participate and you uh, can't afford it, let me know, and I'll send you this copy. Again, it's on CD. It's not in paper, but at least it will give you something to help you to be able to participate. Uh, At our last business meeting, uh, ministry team meeting, 
we talked very briefly about a retreat for this summer. We tried last summer and just couldn't seem to pull it together. We should have been talking about this perhaps in October or November so that we would be headed summer way. Um, but we, I still like to see if we can pull something together, anything together, whereby we can come together face-to-face, meet, worship God, praise God together for a weekend. Um, so I want you all to begin to pray about it, ask God what would he, would he have us to do, what would he have you to do, and then when we come together at our next ministry team meeting, which is uh, in a couple of weeks, we are going to spend some time talking about it, pray about whether or not you could serve on a committee. All of the plans we, we had in place, we had the, the program in place, we had the uh, the flyer already ready. All we need to do now is come up with a date, a time, and a location. So begin to think about that in a serious way. We've done things together as just a group of PIs, you know, meeting in Washington, D.C., and meeting in Philadelphia, and <clears throat> I think there was a meeting at some other place. Uh, so let's think about meeting together for a spiritual reason. Remember that putting our our anointing together just makes much more power available. There's something about the corporate anointing. So I want to just throw that out there, ask you to begin to pray about it, begin to be God about what he would have you to do and how you can participate and come to the meeting on the last Friday night in this month um, at 8 p.m. Eastern time, and then following that will be our fellowship time. We missed, missed you all this past uh, last Friday night. Um, the first one, we had a really good time talking to each other and getting to know one another and sharing ideas and discovered we have much talent. So now, listen, if we've got a lot of talent, that means we also have a lot of God's power at work in our midst. I want you to be sure and bring it forward. Once we end with the benediction, um, I'll ask Sister Cassandra if she will close out <clears throat> the recording, stop the recording, and we'll stay on for prayer. Minister Juanita, you're going to be available? Yes. For prayer, great. Um, we'll, 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 she'll be available for prayer. And um, we're going to do that. I want to thank each one of you again that took a part in the service and each one of you that that came to participate. I pray that you received the blessing. For those of you who have given me gifts and cards of well wishes through pastor's appreciation, my birthday time, Christmas, I just want to say thank you so very much. I know that for some of you it was a major... um, sacrifice, but you you chose to be a blessing, and I appreciate that, and I pray God's blessing back to you a hundredfold. Let us look to God in prayer for dismissal. You've done it again, Lord. You've done it again. You are good, and you are mighty, and you are merciful, and you keep taking care of us when we don't deserve it. Praise you, Jesus. You are Lord. Raise up more that will call upon your name. Raise up those that love you and seek you and trust you. Raise them up, Lord. Raise them up. Lord, we need a generation of believers who are not ashamed of the gospel. 
We need an army of believers, Lord, that hate to be lukewarm and will stand on your word above all else. Raise them up, Lord. Raise them up. I pray for unity among those that love you. I pray that you open their eyes so that they can see your truth, Lord. I pray for your hand of protection and guidance. Raise up a generation. The devil is always busy, but God's always in charge. Thank you, Lord. Raise up a generation, Lord, that will take light into this world, that will not compromise them under pressure, that will not cower, Lord, when others fall away. Raise them up, Lord, that they will proclaim that there is salvation in the name of Jesus Christ. Raise up warriors, Lord, who will fight on their knees, who will worship you with their whole hearts, Lord. Lord, call us to battle that we may proclaim King of kings and Lord of lords. I pray these things with all my heart. Raise them up, Lord. Raise them up. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Anita, if um, if you'll just stand by and and as uh, Sister Cassandra ends the recording, we'll go right into prayer time. Well, it appears I, I the end button won't work. They kept, well, my page kept um, being shut down. It's just been shut down again just now. I can't end the I can't end the recording. And my computer is my my laptop is being messed with. So we're gonna get to the devil um, is busy tonight. I'm telling you, Gloria, are you are you able to? Oh my goodness! Get to that place. Gloria, we're going to just go on. We're going to have our prayer time recorded. It's okay. The devil's still defeated. Um, Those of you who desire prayer, just be cautious and and don't don't say anything that's, you know, that's private or that I will identify your location. And we will go right on. God's still in charge. Ms. Nita. Hello. We're here. Are, are there those who desire prayer this afternoon? If so, we are, are willing to take your request right now. Um, well, this this Cassandra and I, I always have prayer. I defer to somebody who. Um, would like to go before me, but I have I have a request for prayer.
Is Miss Juanita still on the, on the call, Cassandra? I'm here. Well, I'm here. Because they keep yes. cut, cutting off my connection. I keep having to log in. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Go right ahead. Is it, is it uh, Sister Cassandra? Yes. Oh, okay. Bless the Lord. Sister Cassandra, um, what is your prayer request today? Um, it's um, it's um, just for um, protection uh, during this um, targeting and for um, deliverance. And I'd also like to add, um, uh, Minister Juanita, if you could add something about me stepping out um, and being bold um, in my actions this year. Stepping out, being bold. Yeah, I, wanna, I need to step out of the box. I need to to stop being afraid of, of leaving my house unattended. And that what that's what my issue is. I don't like to leave my, my house unattended. Mm, okay. We bless the Lord for that. <laughs> Hallelujah. We're going to go before the Lord in prayer. And for those who are still on the line, prayer is not a spectator sport. It is for all of us to actively engage in uh, this open dialogue that God has made available to us. And even if you have one person who is leading the prayer, we're all called in fellowship with one another, which makes us join together in unity in prayer, just like we join together in unity in worship and in praise. We join together in unity in prayer, and we pray the prayer of agreement and hold up our sister and our brothers. In this case, Sister Cassandra, she has openly um, stated that she wants to have a new level of boldness to be able to release the 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 angst that she she has when she has to leave her house and 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 um, it hinders her from doing and going the way she wants to. So she's she's declaring, and we're declaring for her, a new level of boldness. In addition to the blood-bought protection that she is asking for, and we declare it for her, and, and I declare that she receive it and accept it, uh, the blood-bought protection through Jesus Christ. So I just ask each and every person who's on the line that we enter into a place of meditation so that we are joined together in prayer. Father God, we bless you and we thank you for your presence here today. Lord, and we thank you for your word, the seeds going forth and being planted in the heart of each and every one of us today. Father God, we declare right now that that word is being rooted in us in the name of Jesus and that it's not being sniffed and, and out and taken up and, 
and and eaten by the birds or any kind of manipulation that Satan may try to to cause, we declare right now that it is going deep in our souls and deep in the soil, Father God, that it will plant and and grow and produce a harvest, Father God, so that we can be fervent, so that we can be effectual in our actions and in our life, Father God. We thank you right now, Lord, that the word even being planted in Sister Cassandra, Father God, that makes her fervent, that makes her effectual, that makes her bold, Father God, that gives her the confidence that no matter where she is, no matter when she leaves her home, that you have angels that is guarding her where she goes, that you have angels that is over her house in the name of Jesus. And we declare that the blood of Jesus is able to secure her. The blood of Jesus is able to secure every resource that you have blessed her with to keep it, Father God, for safekeeping for her use, Father God. We thank you right now, Lord, that you watch over her. We thank you for having your Psalm 91 covenant over her in the name of Jesus as she makes her dwelling in you, Father God. I thank you for protecting her, protecting her family. I thank you that all of their names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life, Father God. We thank you that you do the work that needs to be done in her brother's life and in any other family's life to bring them into the knowledge of you to deliver them from themselves and from addictions and strongholds and yokes in the name of Jesus. Father God, I thank you that you do great work and nothing is too hard for you. So Lord, we believe and we receive as we stand in agreement with Sister Cassandra as she has made her desires known. You said that you know our thoughts from afar and you know what we need even before we ask. So, Father God, I thank you, Father God, that as you are looking high, you are sitting high and you're looking low, Father God, you have already made the declarations for Cassandra's protection. You have already made the proclamations for her protection of her family. You have already made uh, the, the said the word and sent the word for the safety of her and her family, her loved ones, and those who are divinely connected to her. Father God, I thank you, Father God, for a new level of boldness. I thank you for a turned-around situation. I thank you, Father God, that she will speak to the mountains and tell them to be cast in the sea, and it shall be done for her. I thank you, Father God, that she will grow in, 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 in her Firmacy and her passion. She will grow in the power of prayer in the name of Jesus. I thank you for transforming her life to be a testimony of your glory, of your power, of your goodness, Father God, your goodness toward us and all men. Lord, we thank you, Father God, that you have not left us as orphans that you have empowered us and that we walk in that power and that authority. Lord, we thank you 
as Sister Cassandra and every person that is hearing this prayer remain and live under the creed that no weapon formed against them will prosper and that they, you, have given us authority to rise up and condemn any tongue that has risen up against us in judgment. Lord, I thank you that we take hold and we take reign of the authority and the power that you have given us. Thank you. Thank you, Father God, for doing a quick work. Even as you turn situations around, I pray, even as you restore each and every person back to their place of hope and strength, Father God, I thank you for doing that, Lord. I thank you, Father God, for elevating each person here. I thank you, Father God, for their recompense of of their enemies, Father God. Let their enemies know that you are a God that do not delight in evil and that you are a God who is a God of justice. And Father God, we turn it over to you. We turn it over to you because we know that you judge rightly in the situation. We bless you, Lord. We thank you, Father God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God in the highest. Glory to God in the highest. Glory to God in the highest. Thank you for showing us your love, your mercy, your grace, your kindness. And let us likewise do unto others the same. We pray this over Cassandra. And even those who may not even ask for a prayer, but in their heart know that they stand in need and are reaching out to you right now in their heart of hearts. Lord, we stand in agreement with them in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Um, I'd just like to, um, to to let you know the whole time that you were praying, I have my hands folded, my head bowed, and I'm leaning on a glass table. My dining room is glass, and I'm being slid back from the table and banged into the chair, and then I'm thrust forward and banged, and that's the way it's been going for me the entire time that you were praying for me, but I held on. I kept my, I kept my head bowed and my hands clutched. Ooh, hallelujah. You know, he's banging me and, and, and slinging me and twisting me in the chair. Oh, my God. Thank you for your prayer. Uh, I bless you for keeping your confidence and your focus on the Lord because that's uh, that's exactly the enemy is going to try that. The minute we up the ante, the 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 enemy is going to come in. And the Bible tells us 
that when he comes in like a flood, we don't cast away your confidence because God will raise a standard against him. He will raise a standard against him. So don't cast away your confidence. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Is there someone else? Don't be don't be shy, don't be bashful. If you've asked before, it's okay to ask again. The word of God says ask and it shall be given. And you shall find knocking the door shall be open. I just want to thank God for his goodness. The enemy has really tried to hammer and destroy his people. Um, it's been crazy, but um, a sister Juanita, I just had to come out and just, I was glad I was on mute because I just had to come out and just praise God. The enemy will not give up, but neither will I. They have come out with everything they possibly can, but I'm letting them know that God reigns. They don't reign. God reigns. God reigns. They don't. God reigns. And they need to know that. God reigns. I don't care what they throw. God still reigns. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you. He is El Shaddai. He is our God Almighty. And he reigns. He reigns. Thank you, Lord. Sister Cassandra, I'm standing with you and I'm praying. I will be I will be lifting all of us up through the night. The enemy has really come hard at all of us, I know. But I'm lifting us up. I am praying fervently. I am praying fervently, and I am going to be consistent. I'm speaking this word now. Thank you. Thank you so much. Hallelujah. And it's necessary to hold each other up. I'm telling you, the fervent, effectual prayer of the righteous avails much. There's much power available for those who will pray fervently and effectually. We just have to hold on to God's word and believe that he does hear and answer our prayer. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. So, Selena, will you ask for prayer or do you want me to ask for prayer for you? Oh, I, I you prayed already for me, so I was hesitating. Um, I'll go ahead and ask. Um, we had a new group that came in at the Christmas weekend, and really, excuse me, they're attacking me from head to toe, inside and out, and every which way possible. So I'm asking for prayer. They're burning my lungs severely as well. 
and they're doing everything from head to toe, including vibrating my eyes now and poking them all the time, being heated, my insides are being heated so hot to the point that I'm I'm near the passing out stage. They won't stop and they won't let me sleep. I need prayer, please. Um, as we we do that prayer in the morning, you know, I know um that it is, you know, early. I just wanna encourage um you know and this is just in my experience um that when those things happen immediately you know okay so you want to keep me up all right that's my time to talk to the lord about you and so um you know all right that's fine. And immediately it's going into prayer or speaking the words, speaking the Psalms, speaking um, those situations. I I just cannot, and I know Pastor um, Millicent has said this, but I cannot encourage you enough. As a matter of fact, I'm pleading with you because I know I I do all night prayers on a regular, on a regular, and I know they're difficult. I know getting up at four thirty in the morning, five thirty, at staying up one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning. I know it's challenging, especially when your body is already tired. But I can encourage you because I know the power that is contained within it, that just doing it, God empowers and strengthens, and he shows his mighty hand. He is El Shaddai. So you don't lose a thing. You may lose sleep, but you gain so much more. So I encourage us and part of you know uh Pastor Millicent, I just part of our prayer, I would like to encourage us to do that atomic prayer because we have to understand that you know we're 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 these are demonic strongholds, even this whole system is based on witchcraft. This whole system, this spiritual wickedness, it is based on witchcraft. And part of what keeps them hidden is that cloak of witchcraft and evil that is veiling them. That's veiling them. And our government has been dabbling in witchcraft and that kind of stuff for a very long time. So it's going to take spiritual warfare to uncloak and unveil all of the things that they are doing. 
And God is raising up a people who will go into that war room and war to bring these strongholds down in our earthly realm. See, the strongholds aren't in heaven. The strongholds lie between earth and heaven that tries to block everything from getting up to heaven. So he wants to raise us up because he's already said that what we bind on earth is going to be bound in heaven. That means that he bikes us up. But we have to use our keys. And so I just want to encourage you as I pray for you, um, as we are embarking on this most blessed, most blessed time. If you if you follow through, I I I can tell you as I speak from the depths of my spirit, man, that we are going to see a mighty move of God. I see it all the time, but I'm saying collectively in this issue, we will see that mighty move, breaking strongholds, getting those those weapons off of you. We declare in the name of Jesus, Father God, that we are disengaging those demonic strongholds that have allowed man to use these weapons to cause pain and disorientation and, and, and dysfunction. Father God, in the name of Jesus, you said that what we bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and we declare right now that Satan is bound from using all of these weapons, using man to use these weapons, these triggers, Father God. We declare that they're broken. We call death to this system. We call an end to all of this harassment. We call an end to all these pain rays. Lord, we declare right now that you are uncloaking this situation. We're declaring right now and receiving your power from on high, your protection for Sister Helena. We declare right now that you will strengthen her and raise her up from Father God, we speak life to her bones. We speak life to her health. We speak life to every organ system. We speak life to her strength. In the name of Jesus, we declare that you have said that we can speak the power for her to be able to get up and walk in the name of Jesus. We declare right now a supernatural transformation nation, in her strength, in her life, in her situation, we declare right now that strongholds must be broken and brought down in the name of Jesus. We declare that these demons must flee. We call not to the weapons for everyone who's on this line under the sound of my voice, who I am speaking through the voice of my God, who have ordained me, who have asked me, and I have received, Father God, 
Jesus, we declare that these weapons must be brought to naught in the name of Jesus. We declare right now that Satan is a defeated foe. We declare a release for everyone that is under this on this line in the name of Jesus. We declare a transformation right now in the name of Jesus. We declare a restoration of health. We declare a restoration of a sound mind. We declare a restoration of clarity. We declare a restoration of a relationship. We declare a restoration of financial uh, 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 monies and accounts, Father God. We declare restoration of jobs and careers. We declare restoration of strength and uses of love. We declare right now, Father God, a healing power in the name of Jesus. Lord, we declare that you have said that we are healed by your stripes that you have already taken on the trans the the chastisement that you have already taken on our our sins our iniquities father god that you have already ushered in our healing and we declare right now as we pray for sister elena that you will strengthen her by the power of your might we that you will strengthen her, Father God, that she will rise up and she will walk and she will declare the glory of God, the glory of God, the glory of God in the name of Jesus. Lord, you are our El Shaddai. You are our El Shaddai. And we turn our eyes to you. Our help comes from you, O oh Lord. Hallelujah. 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 We declare it, Father God, that you turn those pain rays away. Lord, we declare right now that you intercept, intercept any, any rays and, and any kind of weaponry intercepted in the name of Jesus. Lord, we we do not receive it. We do not receive it. And we declare, Father God, that we are free from it in the name of Jesus. And our families, our loved ones, and those that we're divinely connected to, it will not draw nigh to us. We live under the shadow of your wing, and we abide in you, Father God. We thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah transform our hearts and our minds and our words, our mouths, Father God. Transform our soul, Father God. Lord, you have declared that we are victorious and more than conquerors. Transform us to walk in it. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Give us wisdom as we go out every day. 
I pray for for Sister Cheryl as she go out every day that you would endow her and endue her with wisdom, Father God, wisdom in the name of Jesus. And I pray that for each and every person that you will pour out your wisdom, Father God, that the enemy will not be able to develop or manipulate or scheme against us. We thank you, Father God, that you have already taken care of it. You have already given us the wisdom to be an overcomer of it. I thank you, Lord. I thank you. Lord, we declare that we receive. I just want everybody to say that right now. Receive it. You got to make declarations and proclamations. As Sister Cheryl was saying, we have to say those things. Satan is defeated in the name of Jesus. We declare the power of God liveth in us in the name of Jesus. We walk and we abide in his word and his word word abides in us, and we know that we can ask as we ask according to his will, and it shall be done. We declare that we are more than conquerors and victorious through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. You got to say, receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. As he pour it out, receive it. He does not. You cannot go to him and just pray to him, and he doesn't respond to you. God is not a one-way communicator. You pray, and he stays silent. God is a communicator. He said, I made the ears, and I can't hear. I made the mouth and I can't speak. He does indeed hear and he does indeed speak. And I encourage us to receive the blessings. Receive it. Say I receive it. Keep saying I receive it. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive his protection. Lord, I receive your protection. I receive your Psalms 91 covenant over me and my family in the name of Jesus. Thank you for providing that. Thank you for giving it to us in the name of Jesus. Receive it. I receive my deliverance, Father God. You don't have to worry about seeing it. You just have to receive it. The rest will manifest itself. The word will manifest itself on its own. That's what it does. It's living and it's breathing. Oh, I'm starting another sermon. God help me. I just want us to walk in the blessings that God has for us this year and the miracles. God has miracles for us. He has blessings. He had restora- has restorations. And I am encouraging us all to walk in it. Receive it. Every time you hear a word that, reco- that, that brings your deliverance, I receive it in the name of Jesus. 
Every time you hear a word that 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 brings uh, the 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 strength of the Lord. I receive it in the name of Jesus. Every time you hear a word that brings the the power of the blood, I receive it in the name of Jesus. When you're listening to it, don't just be a bystander. Receive it. Receive it into your spirit, and it will do what it's supposed to do. The word will not return to God void. It is going to set forth his purpose and his destiny. I am sorry. I just, my spirit is so high. I bless the Lord. Amen. Amen. Does anyone else desire prayer this afternoon? Don't be shy if you need the word of the Lord prayed over you and want people to stand in agreement with you about your cares and concerns. This is Andrea. And I would like to make a request for all of us for the targeted justice that we get justice soon and that we find a good lawyer and that many people sign up for the for the class action lawsuit soon and that it happens before we die and that we get justice before we die yeah. and i want to say that i think this is a very powerful group your women who have such power and such intelligence and you could lead so many people to stop this i really appreciate you and i can't tell you how impressed i am with your abilities you're you're really great women so thank you Huh? Oh, okay. I just wondered if you got knocked off. Mm-mm. Okay. Did she want prayer or I thought she was just making a comment? She wanted you to pray for there to be a cessation of this evil that, that lawyers would be found that would represent us uh, that that there is, there are at least two I think two groups working on class action lawsuits that those that targeted individuals would sign up to support those lawsuits. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Father God, 
for allowing us, Father God, to be a a purveyor of your word and your truth. And, Lord, we know that you are a God of justice. And we turn to you, Father God, for justice in the name of Jesus. And, Father God, you anoint and you appoint men in position to do what you require us to do on this in this earthly realm. So Lord, those that you have anointed and appointed and ordained, Father God, to fight this fight, to bring this to naught, that you get the glory for it, Father God. We thank you, Father God, for strengthening them. We thank you for raising up your army, Father God, to fight against this, Lord. And we declare right now that you will raise up a people that will fight against those who fight against us in the name of Jesus. You said that you will, that you will be an adversary to our adversaries and an enemy to our enemy. And I thank you, Father God, for your divine protection, for those that you have called to the front line of this situation. I thank you, Father God, for your divine wisdom. I thank you for pouring on the spirit of Joshua that they and us, those that you have called to the front line, will have courage because they know that you are with us. And as long as you are with us, then who can be against us? Lord, we thank you, Father God, for your protection over them. We thank you, Father God, for moving this wickedness. We thank you for uncloaking this wickedness. We thank you, Father God, for pulling off and, and, and taking away their hiding place. We thank you, Father God, that everyone's eyes will be open to the evil that is going on. And, Lord, we declare right now that we are your people and we are called by your name. And, Lord, we humble ourselves and turn from our wicked ways and we pray and we seek your face so that you can heal this land. Lord, raise up your church to seek your face and pray so that we we'll see a healing in this land, a healing to the people who have been injured by this wickedness. Lord, I thank you for calling an end to it. I thank you in the name of Jesus. And I speak to the sister that you shall live and not die. I speak to the sister that you shall see the deliverance of the Lord in the land of the living. I speak to each and every person here that we are to fear not because God knows our deliverance. He knows the time of our deliverance. And we hold on because he has not forgotten. He is working this situation out for us. 
So we do not cast away our confidence in him. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We do not cast away our confidence in him. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. We have learned the value of holding on to our faith in God. The Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6 says, Without faith it's impossible to please him. For they that come to him must believe that he is God and that he is the reward of those who diligently seek him. And I believe that as we've gone to God this afternoon, he knows that we have faith to believe that he is indeed God and the reward of those who diligently seek him. Does anyone else desire prayer this afternoon? We've had some fervent, fervent prayer time. And those of you who stayed on the line, I believe, are in agreement to see the, the manifested answers to the prayers that have been prayed today. Does anyone else desire prayer? Amen. If not, then I'm going to bid you all a blessed rest of the evening and a great day on tomorrow. Um, and, and Pastor Milson, 5.30 a.m. at what number? This number, this call? This. Yes, and would you mind setting us up for the daily call? It's 5.30, seven days a week. How many, how many, um, how many days am I to do it? Five. Five days. Five days. Starting. So... Sun, um, Sunday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday will be the last morning. It, no, it'll be Monday through Friday, Monday through Friday, and it will actually be 6.30 your time, 5.30 my time. Six th- until how long? An hour, hour and a half? Uh, an hour and a half, yeah, that'd be great. We're, we're praying to be through in 45 minutes to an hour, but we'll just allow that just in case. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. So it'd be 6.30 Eastern time. Yes. Okay. Great. Thank you. Well, good evening, you all. Uh, Minister Juanita, God bless you and keep you and, gee, make his face to shine upon you and prosper you in all of your ways. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Melissa. You're so welcome. You're so welcome. Thank you, pastors and ministers. All right. Good night, everyone. Good night. Now, y'all, see your invitation. Show up five, six, five thirty. See, that gives you all on Eastern time an extra hour. Show up six (laughs) thirty on Monday morning. See you all. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Hello.